0: Welcome to the first episode of the Cardverse Podcast. (laughs) Hi, my name is James. You may know me as jb3cards on Instagram. Probably not though, since I only have a little under 900 followers. In this episode, I would like to talk to you guys about what I will be doing in this podcast. For this podcast, I wanted to make one talking about the hobby of collecting sports cards, which is something I've enjoyed for a majority of my life. Now, comparing it to other sports card podcasts, such as the great podcast, definitely worth a listening, the Cardboard Illuminati, featuring some of the bigger names of the hobby, a lot bigger than me, but I wanted to start this one through a kid's lens, or a teenager's lens, of what's going on in the sports card hobby and some tips. Also, I'm making this podcast because I realize not everyone wanted to listen to the Cardboard Illuminati podcast because, I mean, it is a little bit more adult with language. Obviously, not a shot against those guys, but, you know, some F-bombs are dropped. But in this one, I'll be a little bit more kids-friendly or more friendly to people that are just starting in the hobby. On this podcast, you will hear me talk about expensive cards, card shows, tools to use for the hobby, eBay, ComC, and more. I guess I'll talk a little bit more about myself. Uh, of course, I am jb3cards on Instagram. I PC Donovan Mitchell. I only collect basketball and baseball. I also PC Yuan Mancata and uh, my favorite team is the White Sacks because I'm different and don't like the Cubs. And that will be it for this introduction episode. Once again, I'm your host, JV3Cards, a.k.a. James. Um, and I will post a video once every week. Not a video, but a re- episode, hopefully once every week, like this one. But this was an introduction, so they may be a little bit longer. And they won't always just be me. Sometimes we'll have guests from Instagram and some of my personal friends from the hobby. See you guys later. And that will be it for this introduction episode. Once again, I'm your host, JV3Cards, a.k.a. James. Um, and I will post a video once every week not a video but a episode hopefully once every week like this one but this was an introduction so they may be a little bit longer and they won't always just be me sometimes we'll have guests from instagram and some of my personal friends from the hobby see you guys later welcome to the second episode of the Carver's Podcast. Um, Again, this is James, JB3Cards on Instagram. An update of how it is going, as Instagram, I mean. Um, We've hit, we're now over 1,100 followers, which is great, because the last episode, I think I said, what, a little under 900? That's awesome. Thank you to all the followers that are listening here. Appreciate you guys. This episode, I will be talking about tips for card shows. Card shows as in conventions where you buy, sell, trade sports cards. First though, before I talk about that stuff, I always like to talk about what's going on in the Cardverse as in just the hobby and what's going on currently. So LeBron James Top Chrome prices have gone up recently. PSA 10s is now doing I'm pretty sure maybe it's the refractor. So I'm pretty sure PSA 10s are now doing around like 10 grand, which is really crazy thing about. Pretty sure they were a little bit below four grand in December. Um trout updates have gone up. Um I always like to be a little bit personal on this. I acquired a PSA 8 mic trout update card for $350 in November, and a eBay comp has, and okay I guess I'll talk about what comps are, eBay comps are what are selling for on, on eBay, so like, you would go to eBay and then you would filter it to sold, and that's also a good way to see what cards are worth, and what that's what most people use. A recent comp has done, I think, it was 575, which is great to see. Obviously, Mike Trout, one of the best baseball players in our generation. Um, some other news: Tom Brady cards. I I'll talk about a little bit of football because I'm mostly baseball, basketball in this podcast. So that's what I collect. Sorry to all the football, hockey listeners. I don't really know enough about hockey to talk about it. So we'll go to some football. Uh, a lot of free agent moves have been happening. With that comes the market, um, Cam Newton cards obviously have gone down since he's been released. Philip River cards have maintained the same, even though with him staying, staying I mean, uh, going to the Colts, excuse me. But Tom Brady cards have taken an interesting turn upwards with him signing with the Buccaneers. What that is, I think, is just attention to his name, and then people are like, oh, I should probably get an auto of him before he retires, so I to sign him. So, of course, this episode will be about sports card show tips. My number one tip for sports card shows is don't get too excited. Obviously, it's super exciting going there, but you really want to make sure that you don't buy the first thing you see. When when you're at a card show, there's so many options, and if let's say you see a a part of the first table and you're like oh my god that's one of the cards I need for my set or something like that don't buy it right away because chances are you'll buy it for a certain amount then you'll go down look walking for like 15 20 minutes you'll be like oh I just found the same card for $10 less than what I paid for it so always make sure to do I always do one lap around which really helps And if you are really interested in a card, then I would probably take a picture of the card and the booth number so you can always go back. Chances are, if it's a card that you really want, someone else wants it. So maybe be a little bit quick while going around, but also at the same time, take your time to make sure you see all your options. Number two tip is don't just go for the cards obviously it's always great to have all these options probably finding better deals and what are on ebay but also if you have instagram people that you talk to a lot and they're gonna be there maybe meet up with them make a trade do something and just kind of have a nice interaction i feel like it's always great and also it gives yourself like a little higher profile especially if you use like instagram or on facebook Hmm. oh yeah another thing is always make sure to to see what ebay ones are selling for before you buy the card because if you see like here i'll use uh ronald lacuna jr update psa 10 if you see one for two two hundred let's just use random numbers and you're like, oh wow, I really want that car. let's buy it. And you, and you have seen the options, can't see any more of those so you buy it. And then you'll look on eBay and see that they're selling for like 150 So if you negotiate when you show them what they're selling for, then you could probably get a better deal. But obviously, if they're selling for under the, what eBay is selling, then it's probably a good deal. Or if they're about what they're selling for, then that's also a good deal. Another tip is to always um, think about tables that you really want to go to before the show happens. So some of my recommendations are: shout out to these guys, RBI Crew Seven, who is also set up with Garnett Sports Cards. They're awesome. Uh, Luft Brothers Trading Cards, Ball Cart, uh, Baseball Card Exchange. Also, some people walking around, card collector too. Obviously. Ryan, he's great. He also has probably good deals. Um, a big shout out to Extraordinary Cards on Instagram. He's awesome. He's given me a lot of good deals from the collection. And yeah, it's pretty good. Just always know kind of what you're going for and uh, who you're trying to see. And that also brings me to my next point: is write down or make a list of what cards you want for. That show. So this is mainly for like bigger shows, I guess, but also for smaller shows. So let's say you have like let's say you're working on a rainbow. Let's say I'm trying to do the uh, LeBron James 2015 Prism Rainbow, which is just nuts. Obviously, I'm not trying to do that, but for this example, and I I have the superfractor because I'm a rich man. I also have the out of 5, the out of 10, out of 150, out of 90, 99, you get the point. But I need the out of 99, which is the green. Um, yeah, usually green. So, so to keep me from getting distracted... I definitely want to write down LeBron James 2015 Prism 3 or anything else I need. Because when you get to the car show, there's so much to buy and it can be very distracting and get you off course from, from what you really need. Because you'll come home from the car show and you'll be like, oh my god, I ended up with all this stuff, but I didn't get the one thing I came there for. So, um, I guess we'll continue with the card shows. Always make some great deals are always not right in front of you at the tables. But instead are in the dollar value bins or the $5 bins where you can scroll through and find stuff. These people may have, these dealers usually organize for shows a few months ahead of time. So, let's use a guy like Devante Graham for an example. Let's say they have Devonte Graham prism rupees in there for 25 to 50 cents each. When now they're going for, um, something like five to six, you can, you can usually find great deals on those. Or let's use Trae Young from this, from, um, nationals until now. Like, so from July to it March, yeah, July to late March. Try Young Prison Rookies, you could probably pick up for a dollar, and now they're going for like $40, raw. so always make sure to look through those, because, you know, it may not be updated, or you could also find something that you really want, but it's overpriced, because the guy used to be high-valued, so you can show him, you can get it, but overall, dollar scroll bins are good, especially if you're trying to have a budget, and, and um, not trying to spend a whole lot of money. my big and final rule is that to always make sure you have cash. ATMs are not always close to the card store, and also cash is king. That's what what a lot of people say, and that's what I say as well. PayPal, you know, so most dealers will ask for PayPal friends and family to avoid the, the charges, the fees for goods and services. But after a while of you making PayPal friends and families for cards payments, PayPal can shut you down, saying, "Hey, we assume that you're saying paying for goods and services." No, thank you. Obviously, there's no way to, um, no way to track cash, but also, is, this also goes for credit cards? Credit cards. Nobody really has like a credit card swiper set up at the table. Another tip I have, and this is probably going to be my last one, but we'll see, is to bring your own foods and, food and drink. Food and drink, it can be, is very overcharged for it at conventions, such as sporting events, so, oh, and also movie theaters, whatever you participate in, so always make sure to bring your own snacks. Well, the first time I went to a card show, I assumed that you couldn't bring in outside food, like most stuff, like movies, obviously everyone does some movies sporting events, you could bring some snacks, but you can't bring like water, I think, like yeah, like a metal water bottle, unless it's empty, because alcohol, they want you to be paying for alcohol, but you can bring whatever you want into card shows, such as, uh, also this really goes for, I think there may be some that vary, but I think this is for most card shows, especially all my local listeners, the Chicago Sports Spectacular, and any national collector's convention. So make sure to bring your own snacks, drinks, and etc. another tip is after a while of walking around, you'll probably get tired and you'll be like, oh man, my feet are hurting. A way to prevent this is to wear the most comfortable shoes that you can find, but also to maybe when you get tired, maybe like look out look for like a seat ahead of time so like someone doesn't take it or bring a fold chair of your own or like a bucket that you could keep stuff in. I don't do that, I just when I get tired I just sit down in a chair that I've kind of seen where they are ahead of time. Another tip is if you are if you're not gonna bring snacks and you wanna get snacks there, don't do it right at lunch. Let's say you wanna get lunch, don't do it right at lunch. And don't do it after either, because they'll run out of stuff. Do it a little bit before. Or just eat a lot. Or, like, just eat a good meal before you go. Just so you're not hungry and you don't have to waste money on that. Happened to me, I was like, oh my god, I just spent $15 or, like, $10 on food and drink when I could be buying um, a card for that amount of money we're putting that towards a card I think that's all I have for today Thank you